Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Know anyone heading to Waterford Institute of Technology this term? Well, last week, WIT told students that the entire year would be online with only a handful of labs and workshops taking place on the campus. And parents and many students are up in arms over the decision. Some had already signed a lease for accommodation and paid for a full semester's rent. But aside from this, many students are obviously just gutted that they'll miss an entire year of the college experience at least, and uh, Kira Keeley is Union of Students of Ireland Vice President for the Southern Region. She's on the line, uh, as is the Minister of State for Further Education and Limerick TD, Niall Collins, and uh, you're both very welcome. Uh, Kira. this seems very late notice from WIT, and is it a pretty drastic measure as well? Uh, well, first of all, uh, good morning. Um, I think with regards to WIT's case, Obviously, COVID um, and all the issues associated with it, it is a very volatile um, situation. And I suppose a few months ago, we might have been looking at this thinking, well, by September, everything will be fine again and cases will be gone down drastically. But obviously, that's not the case. So although I suppose late enough into the year, um, I think the well-being and the safety of the students has been at the absolute forefront of this decision. Um, and I think they've put in a lot of measures in place to, to protect students, including the fact that the accommodation provider, um, the campus accommodation um, in WIT Students Union um, has been very clear in that any students who had applied for accommodation would be um, entitled to change their minds and get their full deposit back. And it's measures like that that needs to be implemented like, across the board for accommodation in general this year. But Kira, the University of Limerick um, made their decisions and announcements in July. Yes, no, the Limerick decision was earlier. And I suppose in these cases, it's always earlier the better. But I suppose, what are, what are you going to do when there's meant to be thousands of students coming back through through the doors? I think it's, it's much better that at least the well-being of the students, the, the students in WIT um, didn't think that they would be safe or feel safe coming and the campuses, well, then I think this is the best decision for them. Um, but the, the, the students didn't feel that way. Well, the, since the, the engaged student, the student engagement with the students' union um, since the end of the last academic term um, has been very clear in that some students were extremely nervous and anxious um, about attending college. Obviously, the student experience and having it in person is always going to be something that's going to be very, very important. But with the rise of cases especially, there is that level of anxiety among students that it may not be safe for them to attend. Yeah, because it, it, to some degree, you know, there is debate around, for example, the UL decision. Now, UL has a very big, sprawling campus, you know, very modern in many uh, aspects. So what they've looked at is, you know, roughly one week on, three weeks off campus. Is WIT tighter in terms of the physical facilities? Well, I suppose WC does have a number of, of campuses and some of the more practical-based uh, campuses, such as, say, architecture, for example, um, they will be having um, their courses will be still taking place face-to-face in person. Um, but I suppose it's also an issue that comes into play with the, the one-week-on, one-week-off situation is also the availability of student accommodation, um, whereas Limerick might be in the, the position to offer that, I suppose, down in Waterford it might not be as easy, I suppose, to have accommodation for one week on, one week off. Um, and ultimately, I suppose, having a good college experience in the current situation um, really is the, the 
biggest thing that people are thinking about at the moment um, in general and definitely in WIC. Yeah, we're chatting to Kira Keeley, who is a USI Vice President for the Southern Region and uh, the Minister of State for Further Education, Niall Collins, is uh, with us as well. Um, Niall, I suppose even thinking back to your own college experience, it's certainly not the way that any of us would have wanted to kick it off. Morning, Joe. No, no it's not. Um, obviously, it's hugely challenging and um, every aspect of life, including uh, third level and college going life, uh, has changed and is going to be changed for the foreseeable future. And I, I suppose what we all want to see is as little disruption and as little change as possible. Now, um, the, the the reference to Waterford IT, I, I think, is at the extreme end of the scale. Um, earlier in July, uh, earlier in the summer, during July, uh, Simon Harris and myself met with the representatives of the Universities of Ireland and the Technological Universities of Ireland, and they, they basically confirmed to us um, that they will be in a position to reopen and to commence um, in early September. And that's pretty much the case right across the, comp- right across the country, up and down the country. Um, for example, I, I was in the University of Limerick last uh, Friday. I was speaking to the, the new president uh, there, and she outlined to me her plans uh, right across all the different uh, areas, including... Uh, on campus, off campus, the whole accommodation um, uh, issues that they have to deal with there. Each college, as you know, Joe, is autonomous in terms of how they approach um, their, their reopening. But the government and our new Department of Further and Higher Education um, have been very clear and have been adamant. And, and we put our money where our mouth is in terms of resourcing and uh, funding the colleges as best we can. We provided €168 million uh, euros of new money to the colleges to put them in a, into a state of readiness where they can, in a safe as possible manner, uh, ensure that colleges are opened and that everybody has access to the courses that they're, that they're obviously accepted onto and try and get on and do our work and our academic year in as normal a fashion as possible. And, and there is a mental health funding, the extra um, that's been put in place. And, you know, certainly students are going to need that. You know, it, it'll be a very different world. Um, they won't have as much connection or contact with other students, uh, with lecturers, than they would have had last year. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the, the, the money provided was across a number of measures. It, it was to, to, to compensate colleges in the first instance for a lot of the measures um, and a, a lot of the challenges they had uh, since last March and to reimburse them for, for costs that were incurred then. Um, we, we purchased up to 17,000 laptops. You, you'll have seen that being reported in the news. And I can tell you for the, the three Limerick colleges, for example, that amounts to about the provision of about 2,000 laptops for students who will qualify under uh, the qualifying criteria that each of the colleges will draw up through their student services and their student access offices. So that's a significant help. It will also help them uh, to purchase uh, connectivity in the term, you know, in terms of uh, internet connectivity. If, uh, as we know, many people living um, across rural Limerick and across rural Ireland have challenges in terms of uh, their internet access, and if we are to be saying to our students that you have to uh, attend your lectures from home or uh, do a lot of your work uh, from a home-based setting. If you have poor internet connectivity, we have to assist them in doing that. Yeah. You're right in terms of mental health because no more than our national schools and our, and our secondary schools, our, our third-level students have uh, faced uh, lots of challenges and have been hugely impacted. And the sum of €5 million Euros was made available 
uh, nationally for, for colleges um, to, to, to boost up and to bolster uh, their student services and in particular the, the mental health services. So that €5 million Euros, uh, will go towards the provision of uh, more counsellors, uh, psychologists. It will also go towards funding. Uh, there was a recent uh, document, as you know, um, titled uh, The Framework for Consent Across Our Higher Education uh, Institutes. Uh, that's to do with uh, uh, sexual consent and sexual awareness. And, and there has to be funding applied to uh, allow our colleges to, to roll out that framework. And also for uh, suicide prevention, which is a very important aspect and, uh, of student and, mental and, health. And briefly, one other point, Minister. Um, the Taoiseach has made it very clear that the big priority for uh, this government was getting the schools open and obviously colleges and creches and all of that. And you know, this is the big week and he obviously sees it as an acid test of the government. I mean, do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely, because um, th- th- there isn't a family or, or a home in Ireland um, that hasn't been impacted, obviously, by COVID, but particularly by the, the shutdown of schools and colleges. Uh, and I see it in my own home, and we, we all see it in, in, in the homes around us. Uh, children have been hugely, hugely impacted. And yes, um, the, the new government has made it its number one priority in terms of the reopening of schools. And there has been huge challenges, but there has been a huge effort, and I think there's great credit um, due to uh, the Minister for Education, Norma Foley. She was in Limerick with me last week. We visited a number of uh, schools, primary schools and secondary schools, uh, to view it firsthand. It was low-key. There was no big fanfare, uh, uh, you know, media um, around it. We, we were doing the, the work on the ground, ensuring that the schools are in a state of readiness to reopen. Big money has been provided also. €375 million Euros has been made available to primary and secondary schools to assist them in purchasing PPE, uh, all the necessary modifications that need to be made around schools. Okay. It's going to be hugely challenging, Joe. I would agree with um, Leo Varadkar when he said, you know, we will have outbreaks in our schools, unfortunately, of COVID. That is just going to be unavoidable. But I think, um, you know, when people follow our public health guidelines and when schools take the best approach possible in terms of uh, marshalling our students, and disciplining them in terms of how to best behave and use and circulate around our school buildings in the COVID environment. I, I'm really um, positive about the fact that schools okay. are reopening, and I think it's really, really necessary that we get structure and routine okay. and organisation back uh, into our kids' lives. All right. Minister of State for Further Education and Limerick to Niall Collins and Kira Keeley, USI Vice President for the Southern Region. Thank you. More to come. Call Limerick today now on 461995.